Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I said it earlier, I hate Edmonton, but I hate Tampa more now. So I'm I'm excited for those games. Um, They're the team to beat right now. They've had the most success. Seems like, you know, for us, we're going to have to go through them at some point. So I'm really excited for that challenge. Matthew Kachuk. Oh, it, it makes a rivalry better when you have a villain. And and certainly professional wrestling has tapped into this right from the get-go. But it does work better. And as much as, uh, you know, it's, it's good to have a guy like Matthew Kachuk leave as far as the Battle of Alberta is concerned in that he's difficult to play against. Part of it is bad, too, because he did bring that that juice, that jam, that that little something, something that made it a little more fun when the Flames would play the Oilers. Cam Moon here filling in for Bob Stoffer, Cody Jansen over on the other side, 1235 in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. We keep our eye on that Ashley Fine Floors text line, and Smitty did come back with a whole pile of movies. And Smitty, that is a great list. And I don't think there's anything on there that I have not watched. Watched, and your your attention to detail, and breaking down the '80s and the '90s, and then even others, uh, as far as movies goes, is um, is appreciated. We might have to extend the show to three if we want to read that whole list, though. It's a great list. Yeah, any list that has Blues Brothers uh, coming to America in planes, trains, and automobiles, it's a pretty good list. It's a pretty good list. All right. We go now to our Oilers Now headliner. It's brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And our Oilers Now headliner, one of the great guys in the in the uh, game of hockey that uh, you get to meet over the years, is uh, Flames radio color analyst Peter Labardius. Peter, I got you there. Uh, I do, Mr. Uh, Moon, and it's always wonderful to uh, be in your company, regardless of it's over the phone, in person, doing a game together, whatever we have ever shared. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's good to have you on. And, and this, like, wow! I honestly, and Peter, I was saying it earlier that when I heard the news on Friday, I, honestly, when I heard the trade, I didn't believe it. Because it just seemed, I don't know, it just seemed like it was, it was A, 
too quick because it happened pretty fast it did. after we heard the the news of matthew kachuk not wanting to sign long term and then uh the the return coming back seemed quite significant uh give me your thoughts on the trade please well i my friend was probably as shocked as you and when i was where i was on the weekend and saw it pop up on my phone at about 11 o'clock eastern time i believe um yeah i had to kind of go through a few things to make sure that hey is somebody throwing this out there for fun um i think in all sincerity when you are as handcuffed and have dealt with what the flames have dealt with with two of their premier players opting to go elsewhere um even though they're in different situations listen the result is still the same the result is they both were made very significant offers to stay and sign long term and neither one of them thought that was in their best interest and that's fine as you know my friend being around the game your whole entire life people not only in the hockey business but people in any kind of business rarely have leverage unless they're the boss so i i don't take that away from gaudreau or kachuk but as i have said on numerous shows if you truly want to take the next step as a group i need people who are all in and that's not to suggest that they weren't while they were in calgary but i am sure as heck not spending 10 million dollars a year regardless of how good you are if your mind is potentially going somewhere else. So the return that Brad got has blown me away because even before those two cards were dealt, I truly thought, especially coming out of the series against the Oilers, that the Flames needed to continue to solidify their top four in defense. Well, with Uyghur, they have without a doubt done that and given themselves even more options than they had before. So I thought that was a priority regardless of whether those two guys stayed. And it's not very often that you can lose a player of Johnny Gaudreau's talents and add a guy that I think is at least his equal and different, kills penalties, um, is, is more physically present, is, is bigger, um, probably makes as many good plays. So, and the other guy in the trade is Cole Schwinn. Well, another thing for me with Calgary is, you know, when they lost Eric Ryan to the Oilers, they lost a key guy in terms of a right-handed face-off option. You know, and Elias Lindholm has basically, you know, Callie Yarncroak gave it a try. But you need those options. So, yeah, I, I, I think, Brad, all things considered, and I know there's – a lot of different ways to look at it and sorry for being my usual long-winded self but that's it for me <laughs> that's it it's peter labardi as flames radio color yeah. analyst joining Nine us minutes later we're done yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know what the Oilers' now record is for uh, answer on one question, but you, you might have. I might have said it. You might have said, said it. Or at least I'm flirted good. with you, it. you got to be good at something. Yeah, that's right. At least you flirted with it, at the very least. Uh, yep. Now, both players in uh, Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger, uh, UFA players after a season. I, I had said mm -hmm. earlier 
to me, this this is it gives you an opportunity as an organization to to show yourself to those players for the year to you know sell yourself on. I mean, they, I'm sure they they know a lot about Calgary and the Calgary Flames uh, from players that have played there, guys that they know for sure. But it's not until you're really in it and and see it and live it yourself. But uh, your thoughts on the the optimism, if you want to call it, of signing one or, or two of those guys to uh, contracts at the end of this? Well, Cam, as I think you can understand as well as anybody, this is not the right time to assess that. The only thing I'm assessing right now, and even when I watch both of them speak, is they were just both fired. Sorry. Somebody found a reason why someone else was better and they can't stay. That's hard. Yeah. And that's hard for two guys who have been there their whole time and are coming off their best seasons. That's hard. And if you've ever been somewhat in one of those kind of situations, you understand that even though, you know, you have something to look forward to, you need a bit of a breather to take it all in for a while. And that doesn't happen in 48 hours sorry they can say whatever they want the first thing is to deal with the shock and deal with that pain that you have given everything to an organization they have given you a lot but sorry and i'm a real guy any way you slice or dice it you move on from people and yes um what people make make a massive difference but you're still saying in Florida, by moving on from Jonathan Huberto, that you thought Matthew Kachuk was an upgrade. Yeah, Peter Labardi is here joining us uh, on Oilers now. Yeah, it, it's, it changes the look of both teams for sure. And you mm-hmm. usually don't see blockbusters to this degree at, at this time. Nope. But, but here we are. So exciting times for sure. Peter, you got to... Uh, Finally, we all did get to uh, experience a battle of Alberta after, you know, 31 years. 31 years. Yeah, 31 years. And it it seemed to me that it really did, and it gripped the the province. And and I don't just mean Edmonton and Calgary, but I mean every nook and cranny of Alberta. Like, from... from from your point of view, to to see that uh, happen and and see the the province get behind it, whether you're on one side of it or the other, whatever. Either way, you're watching it. Uh, how important do you think that was for both franchises? Well, I think it's great. I I, I think it was great. I think um, you know it was a lot more enjoyable if you were on one side than the other. Um, I make no bones about that. And the Oilers were deserving, deserving winners. But yes. Um, You know, we live in a world now where rivalries aren't what they used to be. They usually truly occur um, because people talk about them, not because actually the product delivers them. And the only way that continues to happen is playing in the playoffs and continuing to grow it and working on, you know, what these two teams have done. And that's become better and in the hunt and, you know, teams that are taken seriously. So um, it's going to have a different chapter now than it has before. And, you know, both teams could very well find themselves in a similar situation. Who knows? Next spring. 
and and you know while they're emotional and they're they're a lot of fun when you're on the right end and not that much fun on the wrong end it's still great for the game and great for the province and, and great for the sport yeah i agree peter labardius our guest the ashley fine floors text line chiming in joe from lacombe says lou is good people that is true <laughs> joe you are bang on <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I dropped that in. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe the first time today. He, he might be. He might be really good people himself. Yeah, so he, yes. Yeah, I think he is. He, he is. is very good yeah. people. Yeah, we're yeah we're good with that. Yeah, uh, Peter Labardius, our guest. Uh, Peter, we were talking uh, a little bit earlier, uh, and we were getting the uh, the Ashley Fine Floors text line going about. It is 42 years today that Caddyshack uh, was released, and <laughs> and I I, I I thought it was it was a great great movie. And and Cody on the other side of the glass is is considerably younger than I am. I just wanted to get his yes. take on it, and he likes it too. So it, it holds oh, up good. over the test of time. I, your thoughts on Caddyshack? Oh, listen, I think I've watched it 12 times. That may be that may be low. Um, Bill Murray in that movie is one of my all-time favorite characters. Uh, you know, what can you say about Rodney Dangerfield? Um, you know, Ted Knight. Yeah. Like, like I mean, if that doesn't... Now, listen, and that humor is, you know, it's not for everybody. But it 100% was for me. Oh, I tell you, that little varmint. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that little varmint. Yeah, you couldn't go wrong. I, I thought, anyway. And, and, and certainly... It looks I, like a five-iron. <laughs> that's right. It did open uh, the world of golf to me, quite honestly, because at that point in my life, yeah, I, I didn't it. know much about I the game. It. Yeah, it, it certainly did. Peter, it's, it's always a pleasure. And, uh, thank right you back for, at you, my friend. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Anytime, and thanks for allowing me to potentially set the record. <laughs> yeah, I right. always want to be first. Yeah. <laughs> Your top's on the list I right know. now. Okay, Peter Labardi has said, uh, our Oilers Now headliner brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. We are in July. <laughs> we know that it was this day in 1980, Caddyshack was released. So we're getting you all the hard-hitting news for sure. Plus, the, uh, Peter Labardius' thoughts on the trade that the Calgary Flames made on uh, on Friday. So that's, uh, that's good. Good to hear from Peter. We are going to take a quick break. This is Oilers Now on 630 Chad. Cam Moon filling in for... Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
Bob Stoffer this week. We got Cody Jansen on the other side of the glass. 12.50 in Edmonton. Coming up in the next hour, former Edmonton Oiler, five-time Stanley Cup champ, Randy Gregg, went into the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame this year. So we're going to talk about that. And also NHL insider John Shannon. So we will continue to move along here on Oilers Now. Keep our eye on that Ashley Fine Floors text line. And uh, Daryl fired in, what about Bob with Bill Murray? Also a good one. Now, Daryl, I will absolutely agree with you. That one kind of flies under the radar a bit. It didn't get huge play when that movie came out. And I, I felt like that was a little bit of an injustice, quite honestly. Bill Murray was outstanding. Richard Dreyfus as the uptight, uptight, nervous guy. He's perfect as uptight, nervous guy. That's just good casting. I agree, Daryl. I think that one is is out, is an outstanding movie. So, uh, yes, Daryl, thank you. I wanted to get to this uh, a bit of sad news, and uh, I don't want to want to bring anybody down, but uh, it should be acknowledged that uh, uh, former Edmonton Oiler. In the uh, WHA days, uh, netminder Ken Brown passed away on the weekend and played with the, the Oilers in the 74-75 series. Uh, played in the WHL when it first became the W. Well, it wasn't even, it was the, the WCHL at that time uh, with the Moose Jaw Canucks. I did uh, color on uh, Oilers radio with Rod Phillips for years. I remember listening to Ken Brown on the radio and then went on to work at the Edmonton Sun for many years. Anyway, uh, Ken had been living in Texas. Uh, our condolences to the family. But, uh, yeah, Ken Brown was a great guy. So I want to make sure that that was acknowledged here over the, uh, over the course of the afternoon. Some guests of Oilers now receive gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal's an occasion at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, Cam Moon, Cody Jansen, here on Oilers Now. The uh, Edmonton Oilers, uh, some of the players have been uh, busy today at the Zach Hyman Celebrity Classic. That's at the Oakdale Golf and Country Club in suburban Toronto. So it, there was uh, some video I, I saw on, on Twitter of of them taking some uh, some drives. And I saw Darnell Nurse in there. We know Connor McDavid was there and. Uh, obviously, Zach Hyman is there. He's putting that whole thing on. But I saw Evan Bouchard in there, uh, and Ryan McLeod, and, and I think it was Warren Fogle, but he was a little bit in the background. But he's an Ontario guy, so it probably checks out. But uh, a busy day at the golf course for those players and, and for Zach Hyman, always doing good in the community. But uh, that's, it's this, that's this time of year, isn't it, Cody? These guys are they, they probably get... Uh, called to go to more than a few golf tournaments uh, and and help raise some money. How good did Darnell Nurse's swing look? Did you oh. see that video? It yeah. looked like he was pounding at 300. Because he probably was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. He's, he's probably got a pretty dang good golf game. Yeah, it looked like it was. Uh, it looked like it was a pretty solid swing because <laughs> he leaned into it. And and although you couldn't see the trajectory of the ball, it looked. Speaking of, you know, we've been talking about Caddyshack, but it was it was like right down. It looked like it was right down the middle. Like I, I don't think anybody was betting him a hundred dollars. He was going to slice it into the woods. Well, I saw someone brought this up on the text line: Caddyshack or Happy Gilmore? Which one's oh. better, Cam? 
Who fired that? That one got by me. Where was that? That's a that's a great question. Oh, I, th- I think it was earlier on. I, I'll have to scroll up. That is but, a wonderful uh, question. What's your thoughts? Are you an Adam Sandler guy? <sighs> yeah, and and that that's the problem. <laughs> that's see, here's the issue. That is a tough call, because there's a lot of great quotable lines from Happy Gilmore as well. I don't know. <clears throat> like I'm probably gonna lean Caddyshack, probably, but. I, I would put it by the most wafer-thin margins. Your thoughts? I would think Caddy Sh- or uh, Happy Gilmore would have been right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, Happy Gilmore's got to be a step above, and maybe it's even half a step. I'm, I'm just a big Adam Sandler guy. Yeah, and that was that was a second. And it brings the hockey into it, too. Yeah. Like, that pulls on all the sports strings. And I, That was his second movie right after Billy Madison. I think it was. I think Billy Madison was the first one, and then uh, Caddyshack was the second one. And I remember the first time watching Happy Gilmore, and they're doing the hockey scenes, and I, and a couple of the guys on the ice had the Surrey uh, minor hockey logo on their jerseys. And I remember seeing that. I was like, that's Sur-, like because I didn't realize where the, the movie was filmed. It was all filmed in the Vancouver area. But seeing that Surrey minor hockey just stood out to me that oh this looks like this is canadian made which it absolutely was so i i don't know who came in with that text but that is that is that is absolute well done i've sure. seen a couple of people talking about bill murray and stripes i have to admit i've never seen that one so maybe i gotta throw it on my list i've seen it multiple times now on the text line yeah yeah no stripes was I remember I saw stripes at uh, back when there was a drive-in movie theater on 137th Ave. I don't know it, anybody out there that remember. I think it was like the twin drive-in or whatever. I don't know. But it, it was right on 137 there, and uh, that's the first time I saw Stripes. John, John Candy has like, he's not a, doesn't have like a major role in the movie. It'd be a supporting role, but I thought that was really good. Harold Ramis, uh, Bill Murray, just that's... Judge Reinhold was in that movie with a, a very small part, but that would have been very early in his career, so... Yeah, Stripes is is right up there for sure. Uh, it was, yeah, that was that was that's right when I don't know there was there was a a pile of comedies coming out in the early and then up to the mid '80s and and Stripes was in a way kind of leading the pack. So yeah, if, see, look, we're, you're learning stuff here, Cody. Like this has been an educational experience for you. I learn stuff every time I read the text line. We get some awesome listeners here that uh, giving me some movie quotes, and especially during this time of year, right? Like, if if I don't have the TV remote, we're probably watching like Love Island or Bachelorette. But if I got the remote, you better believe I'm finding a great movie to watch. Good for you. Good for you. And I know you're getting married soon, so get used to not having the remote. Um, comparing Caddyshack to Happy Gilmore is like comparing Michael Jackson to Elvis Presley. Both amazing, but you can't compare. Hey, that's 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 pretty good. Oh, somebody uh, Keith is asking stripes or spies like us. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's also difficult. Wow, Keith, well done by you. So yeah, that's kind of uh, that's that's kind of where it's come to. Hey, we we have we have uh, been all over the Caddyshack. Yeah. So oh, coming up in the next hour of uh, Oilers now. Uh, we have got uh, Randy Gregg. We will talk to him a little bit after uh, 1, 105, and then uh, 135, John Shannon. We're going to take a break, 
And uh, we have got uh, the news that is coming up. Global news, weather and traffic update with Kevin Robertson. This is Oilers Now on 630 Chet. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.